Somebody... Uh, I don't have anything funny to say. <laughs> My brain just went to somebody say a slurp. Hello, and welcome to Bottom of the Barrel, where we dredge through the filth that is cinema. My name is Jake. I'm Daniel. <laughs> I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm Gabe. Hello! So, um, instead of dredging through filth today, um, I want to talk about a movie. And <laughs> Whoa, that's all for the podcast. Talking about a movie on yeah. this podcast? I know, it, it's fucking wild. Like, that's it, insane. What did you drink this morning? That's crazy. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got a movie V8 juice. right here. Oh, not a V8. <laughs> so, um, well, aside from that, actually, there's some good news going on with movies in general. Oh, yeah. Ha- ha- this is something that I don't think we've anyone has ever talked about, uh, especially us, uh, the writers' strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't talked about that at all. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna of... say it was like right after I did my news episode that the that they were starting to reach uh, agreements. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. they did, as far as I know, the writers have. Anyway. Writers have. Yeah, nothing's been officially signed yet. Right. I yeah. thought they did. Uh, I thought they like released the uh, agreement. Maybe so. I guess the last I heard was like two or three days ago. So maybe I'm out of date. They may may not have. They might not have signed it. According yeah, to NPR News, the Hollywood writer strike is over. Yeah, they say yeah. it's over because an agreement has been drafted, like that, that that both parties agree on. But I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if they've signed it yet because SAG is still on strike. Yeah, so like that's news is that it's moving and it's continuing and good things should come. For the director for this movie is Gaspar Noé, who is very well known to make very immersive and hard to get through movies. Oh, okay. Um, and this like, movie, like, oh, yeah. hard to get through, like, hard to understand, or like hard to watch, like, as far as like, is it is this a horror movie or what? What type of movie is this? This isn't a horror movie. Okay. Um, it is. I will say that the experience is kind of horrific. Really? I was going to say, can you define hard to get through? Um, his movies are very well known to be like unsettling in a way. Oh, okay. where it's like you feel the full like anxiety and tension of what's Ooh. going on. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just curious. Honestly, I was hoping for that question. So good. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Glad oh, I... he did enter the void. Never mind. I wasn't talking. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> yeah, so like um he's also known for making very experimental films. Uh Ooh. for instance, the cast for this movie, only two of them have ever acted before. Oh god. The rest of them are professional dancers. This sounding all so familiar because we watched um Titan last night and the lead actress, this was her it was her debut um film and it's wild and she's just a she was just a journalist and a model and this was her it was her debut film this is all sounding so familiar is this something that normally happens in french films <laughs> sorry i have sorry. no idea but like it might be <laughs> i didn't mean to go on that tirade but i'm just it's all sounding so familiar to stuff we've already 
we've watched in the past couple days. Um, but yeah. sorry, continue. It's it's fine. Um, so this movie is, I personally really like it, um, because of how it it feels like there there's a cast of like twenty people, and like. Of course, some of them are like not as important as others, but because it's all set at one location and you just you will just see like these same people just walk by, be in the background, be a part of scenes. And it's just it's an entire experience. And I really I actually quite like this film. Is it is it like a bottle film or it's only in this one location the entire time? Um, yes, pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because um, the sort of the setup for this film is that it's a dance troupe and um, they're rehearsing and they've been rehearsing at this abandoned school for a few for a few days now. And it's, it's... <laughs> I mean, kind of. Um, and essentially, they've been rehearsing for a few days now and it's the final day of the rehearsal and they're getting ready for competition. And so they're having a party. Is the uh, is it the school? Are they having the party at the school as well, or is that just where they're rehearsing? Um, like everything in this movie is set at this abandoned school. Okay. Yeah, they've been living here for a few days now, like only focusing on rehearsing. Is there a reason why they chose the school to use as rehearsal? Um, I'm guessing it's it's isolated. It's out of the way. It's very like, it's it's very like no distraction type place. Does it have like a stage or like a room with mirrors in it? Um, not a room with mirrors, but there's like um it, it's very like it's like um it's it's kind of like a small like it's a not really a small school, but it's like um I don't know how to explain it. It's it doesn't talk about Ramona High School here, but we're... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Ramona High School does have a stage though. Oh, um, boy. The, it's in the cafeteria, but it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the cap, there's, like, the cafeteria, and then on the far end of, of the, the room is a stage, and up on top of that is um, the vending machines. Oh, on the <laughs> stage? On the stage, yeah. Wow. It's really, really bizarre. Yeah. So, like, the entire... Setup for this movie is essentially just like okay, so we have this group of people who's isolated, and um, you get to know these people because the first like the the first like main things that go on is first like each of the members are interviewed, and they're asked what why do you dance? Why are you here? What do you hope to do? And what do you hope to achieve? And and you hear like a few things of like um, oh like like you like. Um, for instance, one of them is a mother. She's hoping to, like, be a professional and also gain custody of her child and do more for her child. Um, one girl, her entire like, she's like her entire dream is dance. She only cares about dance, and like you learn about these people. Her job is dance. Oh my gosh! I mean, like, this is a group of professional dancers, and like, you kind of like learn their relationships, their personalities. Um, some of them like are kind of very a little bit. Yes, um, there is actually like um, I read a comment saying that this might have slight links to Suspiria, or at least okay. the, a theory that I read once. Oh, 
Because I've this... not seen Suspiria, but I would very much like to see it. Just putting that on record. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. It's like um, after the interviews, um, we get like a bunch of shots of just g- people put into pairs and they're just having conversations. And the way they filmed this is that they had the char- like um, the actors just sort of have conversations in character for a long period of time with a camera looking at them, and they just cut in the best parts. Okay. Yeah, so it was just like letting the letting the actors say whatever, be their characters, and cut in what's relevant. That I've seen a movie that sounds similar to this, where it's it's about uh, in a small town. This I won't spend that long talking about it, but just to draw parallels, uh, a small town. There's a they're putting on a play, and everyone is just like parodies of like theater people, and they're very it's very dry humor. And they're, they literally just improv and filmed them and, like you said, picked the best parts of it and put together the movie. Um, and it was really entertaining. So it's interesting. That one was a comedy, and this sounds like it's not going to be. So I wonder how different that will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next scene we get is, oh, the, the, is their dance routine. And it's this like long scene of watching all of them do their dance. and. Um, an aspect of it is that each character has their own style of dance, as like as well as a part of the whole routine. There's characters that just like um, there's one guy who does a lot of voguing. <laughs> That's me. I'm him. <laughs> um, another guy like he does a lot of like impossible movements that where his joints look like they're just breaking constantly. And like they, it's just it's very fun. It's very friendly. You learn who these people are. Some of them are kind of assholes, but like, it's just like a group of people, and it's very interesting to watch. And it's like all the music is very fun, very light. You see them interact, party. Um, they like have like a bowl of sangria that they have that they're all drinking from. A bowl? Yes, they have like a punch bowl. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Yeah, and like I they um, were just like collectively passing around just a bowl of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like um, like basically the the head of like the the person in charge of the troop, uh, they call him Daddy. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's he's sort of like um, he plays a lot. Of, he plays the music and like essentially just acts as like the the oldest guy who tells people like hey here's your advice here's what's going on yeah it's like it's very hard to get into specific characters because there's so many of them and i'm gonna be very vague when explaining this movie because like this the first half of this movie like the first main part of this movie is just setting things up and that's why i'm kind of getting through it real quickly yeah (laughs) if yeah yeah. And I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. Exposition yeah. Is yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> it's like the first half is just <gasps> pleasant getting to know these characters. Um for instance like uh, uh the mother like uh, she currently is like um looking after her son who is like also living at this place for like a day. And um Tito, he's he's just a little kid. He joins in with the like with the dancing and the partying and everyone seems to really like him. Like, there's this one guy who's just, like, a douchebag, and he's like, oh, I, I slept with her, she was bad, I want to sleep with this other girl now. 
classic. Yeah, and like, um, and uh, like Tito acts like accidentally drinks some sangria, and it's like he like everyone's getting drunk and partying and having fun. Um, and then it's re- and then it's revealed that uh the san the the sangria was uh was spiked with LSD. Oh, damn. I don't know you could ingest LSD via liquid, but I guess you just put like the powder version of it in it. Yeah. Yes, I don't know how LSD works. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like now everyone is currently drunk and also dealing with a hardcore drug that they <laughs> didn't know they were taking. And what this movie does is it takes all of the worst things of essentially being drugged and amps it up to everything's going to happen. You can say it. Climaxes. (laughs) (laughs) You can't reference things that happened before we started recording. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. (laughs) 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 That took me a second, but I got it. Thank you. No problem. Like one of my favorite things that this movie does is um a lot of the cinematography is it's a lot of long shots. And you just like like the choreography of where people stand and how they interact with each other while you're focusing on like one or two people at like and just where they walk. Is like there's a like there's a lot of long shots of just characters walking through the halls of this school and just and the and the difference between when they're just sober and having fun and them just dealing with the fact that they've been unknowingly just drugged and like walking through these halls and like outside it's currently it's snowing it's 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 dark it's snowing some of the halls aren't really lit up that well so they're just walking through these like poorly lit halls just having panic attacks and freaking out and just like there's people crying people arguing there's a child that's with all of these adults who are freaking out and the child is also dealing with the effects of this stuff oh man what did the child ingest the lsd yeah he he like yeah he does he he drinks like a he drinks a cup of like Sangria while unsupervised for a second. <gasps> Sounds a little bit like Jonestown. I'm not gonna lie. Like no. Jonestown, where everyone the, the Jonestown. Oh, the drink the Kool Aid. Yeah. 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 The, I just like the poison Kool Aid. Someone kept talking. Like I can't hear Katie in the headphones. So like, if anyone talks on the Discord, I can't hear what she says. Jump. Uh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like when I say that, like all the worst things of like happen it is disturbing watching all of these characters go like suffer and like deal with everything like all the paranoia all of the people like getting angry at each other it's like it's just it's really disturbing yeah and um that's kind of what i want to ask you like what do you think this what's gonna like what what do you think is gonna happen in this movie? Judging by the title? I I I'm honestly not sure. Um you guys may not have um heard me, but I I did I got up for a little bit. I had to 
run run and blow my nose. Um, so I missed a a fair portion of um the exposition, but but still, I really I don't have a, a clue where this would go. Um, I want to say they all climax. They all just come. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I there's some, there's some sexual stuff going on in this movie, like some weird sexual stuff too. Yeah, we want just a giant yesterday. She fucks a car. Okay. <laughs> Do you mind? Sorry, my dog is growling at me. <laughs> Why is she growling? What, what does she want? want? Now she's trying to be cute with a stretch. I don't know where this movie could go. I feel like... I feel like this is the kind of movie that wants to make you uncomfortable, so I feel like something big is going to happen, like... I hate to say it, but like a rape or something like that. I'm I think... honestly worried that it might come to that. Yeah. That crossed yeah. my mind. Um, Please tell me, Jake, that it's not that. Um, There isn't a rape that happens, but people do try to like be, do sexually, like are sexually aggressive towards other people in this movie. And it is like, that is part of the aspect that I personally just find. There's an aspect of it in this movie that I, don't like at all like it just it just feels like a thing that was added in to make people uncomfortable yeah like there's other parts of this movie that i i really do like but that part is just like like there isn't like a full-on like rape but other than that it's just like (laughs) i just came back from giving jazzy some water and all i hear is it's not rape (laughs) but (laughs) y'all really be getting up and I'm really sorry. <laughs> our own, our own bodily needs to take care of, and a dog that we have to take care of. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we're not getting up for the rest of this podcast. Um, if I have to piss, I'm just gonna piss myself right here in the chair. Perfect. Thank you. Go piss, girl. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I can just leave in the middle of talking. It's fine. <laughs> is, it's, not like, it's not like this is your episode or anything. We just hear, yeah. we just hear like the headphones drop and feet walking away. <laughs> no, I'll still be talking. You, you, you'll hear me from far away. It just starts fading. Jake takes in the, the microphone in the bathroom with him. We're just like, <laughs> so in the middle of the movie, we just hear a stream. Oh god. <laughs> um, I'm for some reason my brain keeps going to. I think they're just going to be hallucinating this whole time. It's going to be high out of their minds and just hallucinating a bunch of shit. Yes, like. Was um, I right? Yeah, like they they hallucinate a couple of things, and randomly they they'll just start screaming at something. Oh, good. It is very disturbing because you just walk past, like you see, a, you're with like the camera follows behind someone walking through the hallways, <laughs> and you just walk well, past someone who is just crying and is just suffering, and no one is helping them. Yeah, I mean, if you're unwittingly put on some intense drugs, like, I would be like, is, am I dying? Am I having oh, a heart yeah. attack? Like, I if, would be terrified. Definitely. If you're not in the right headspace or ready for that, it's going to be fucking intense. Yeah, like, one of the first things that happened in this, like, after everyone is drugged is the mother locks her child in, like, a closet to keep him away from everyone else. Oh, God. And, like, you just hear him screaming and crying and banging on the door. Aww. It's, it's, 
a lot of what this movie is is like as they walk around you just hear the sounds of everyone else suffering and going through it like and like the thing is um there's like the main room where everyone is like the auditorium area where like they're playing the music and there's people dancing and as the movie goes on the the music just gets more and more disturbing and loud and like as they walk away it fades out and you just hear people crying and screaming and arguing and great yeah when i go to france that's usually my experience as well <laughs> how many times have you been to france zero yeah <laughs> don't worry about it that was a part of the question it's fine daniel's an expert on france <laughs> my job is france oh, no. my job is yeah, and like, like there's a few things I like, um, a few more details I do appreciate about this movie is um, th- it's a group of dancers and like, so like a lot, some of them are very are, are sort of eccentric and sort of like oh you're a person in like a creative expressive like profession, mm-hmm. and so like there are some queer people in it, like just explicitly okay. like um the mother is like a trans woman. Uh, the representation we needed. There's like um, there's a few like gay characters. Some like some are like are drunk, so their bisexuality is questionable. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> Which like it, I'm just gonna say that like that's why I say this movie is like very has like some sexual moments where it's like is that just weird or is it just like telling me about this character? Right. Um. And like um. I really like this movie is like has like a lot of like set up in the exposition and then just pay off throughout it and like it's hard to explain kind of a shit movie to like explain mm-hmm. are there any like sorry go ahead I oh, know you go ahead I was just going to ask, are there any other, like, standout character moments? Like, I mean, the mom and the, the child seem like an interesting character that are that's, like, you wouldn't expect to be in this situation. Are there any other, like, interesting characters that kind of stood out to you? I'm going to go over a few. Like, um, uh, there's, uh, like I said, there's Daddy, who's the, like, essentially, like, the, the, the oldest and, like, the, the men, like, the person who is in charge of the group. And Did he spike the bull? No. Or do we know? Well, that's a big part of the mystery. Is like part of the paranoia is they they turn on each other to figure like on, oh you spiked the bow because you drank less, like or like you did this, you did that. They like argue and fight over each like at like, and like, like a few characters that stood out. There's um Selva. She's essentially the main character. Um, she's like very like. Con- like she's one of the actresses who actually has done stuff before this like for the two people who like have done acting previously they play two of the most like like per- personal roles where you like actually get most of the emotion from them so that's why they're actually actresses like, uh, yeah the other character who's like actually like has prior acting experience is Lou. She's um like she's sort of like a younger character and like um she she talks about how important dancing is for her and how she doesn't want to lose it and 
part of why she's so afraid to lose it is because um, she has she's pregnant and she didn't plan for that. Forget it, man. Yeah, and like, and part of it is like she's just freaking out about her entire career ending because of her pregnancy. There's um, there's a there's a pair of siblings. There's um, there's a few like there's one girl named Psyche, who is just kind of weird. <laughs> like um, like, who's just kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to spoil a lot of things that happen to these characters, so I'm... It's... Ah, man, it's really hard to fucking explain, because... <laughs> like... Do the... Because you said a lot of these actors are, like, they haven't acted before. Do they feel real? Like, does it feel like they're good? I mean, like, a lot of, a lot of what their performance is meant to be, like... Like, of course, a lot of them aren't as strong. Like, they... they all because a lot of what goes on is just chaos and craziness like you get like small moments where it's like okay i can believe that because it's a small moment and then you just go past them like it like i like i will say the the actual actresses definitely are the best they, they are the best and they do the most everyone else is I'm, 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 like, yeah, they they play their role. They do what they're supposed to. Well, like the actresses are what are the main reason this movie actually like gets its high moments and its low moments and what actually creates the situation. I feel like you're telling us so much about this movie, but also nothing at all. Because <laughs> I I know you're trying not to not to spoil it, so we'll actually go watch it on our own. But. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you're telling us a lot of good information about this movie, but I also know nothing at all about it. Yeah, like a reason I wanted to like, I feel like I'm doing a bad explanation of like a bad job of explaining it. But like a reason I wanted to talk about this movie is because um, it really got stuck in my mind when we talked about Talk to Me. Really? Yeah, because it has like similar things of like um, a party setting and like themes of drug abuse interesting and that's one correlation i did not make but that's (laughs) really interesting what we're gonna do next is um we're gonna do something different and i want everyone to watch the trailer and talk about and compare it to how i explain the movie and what they think is gonna happen what they feel about the trailer are they excited to watch the full movie now and we're gonna come back and discuss it Ooh, All right. crowd crowd participation. I love this. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm excited to Wait. see the psychedelicness of <laughs> this. <laughs> Definitely. Which uh are we watching like should, should we all watch a specific one or just like the first one we find and see if it's something different? I think we should watch the same one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went I'd... to YouTube and on the A twenty four like channel is the trailer. Um I think I might have just found the same one. Is it the two minute and five second? Long one. Uh, yeah. Okay, yes. I found that one. Oh, watch party! Let's do this. <laughs> um, what is the movie called again? Climax. 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 Uh, do you want me to send uh, our link in the Discord, Daniel? Uh, yeah, might as well. Okay, just so that we all have the same one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sending it in general. Go to the there general. Save Thank some you. time. <clears throat> Got it.
Cool. Okay. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Okay, holy shit, that looks amazing. Yeah, that looks... Oh, that that looks so good. That trailer was really good. The sound design of that trailer alone, I there's a shot where it spins around and you can hear yeah. the kids screaming in the background. Yes. I could like the the panning from right to left like was oh, yeah. phenomenal. The review that it said on there, um, the critique that said uh, brilliantly deranged. That's all I was thinking the entire time. Yeah, is yeah. it looks like artfully deranged, and it and looks I'm, like I'm so I'm so into it, and it has a very like. Halloween party vibe, yes. which I know it's yeah. not like entirely the point, but it it does it, feel like it that. feels like that. It, yeah. I almost feel like it's, and it does feel like the the talk to me scene, except they're yes. actually taking drugs and they're like, but they're like dancers and dancing right. around and everything versus yeah, it, messing with ghosts. <laughs> right. Yeah, a big part of this movie is the atmosphere and how immersive it is. And yes, like... I totally felt that. Yeah, and the music, the music and the dance is also seems like to be a really like integral part of it too, which is really like unique for a movie was, like this. It was only on the screen for a, a brief second, but there was an orgy in there. <laughs> that, that was a part of the dance where they were just like all in a pile. Yeah, yeah uh, that's that's definitely an orgy, right? Basically, <laughs> it's it's a basically. <laughs> It's a dance move, orgy. Not, nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with an orgy. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I just that would just entice me more to see it if there was one. Oh god. <laughs> no, that looks amazing. I, I, I've honestly, I feel like I haven't seen an A24 movie like this, and now I'm all the more sold on watching it. In fact, Gabe and I might watch it tonight for our 31 yeah. days of new horror movies challenge. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh. like, just for Noe, I haven't seen any of his other movies, but like, I've had them explain. Like, I've seen like um brief like descriptions of them. He has a movie where it's like, it's it's set in reverse, where you watch the scenes of like go, go in reverse, and it's like there's another movie where it's like set specifically through the eyes of a specific character, along with his blinking. Yeah. And, like he does a lot of experimental movies where it's about like immersing oh. yourself in experience. I was gonna say I just looked up his like um his uh, filmography and it a lot of them honestly look very similar or in the same vein. Um, Into the Void, Vortex, I Stand Alone. Um, they all look. Um, oh, oh, kind of I just. Theme. There's one called Irreversible. I literally, so the episode we did on um, The Science of Sleep, I almost did the movie Irreversible because it sounded so compelling. Ooh. But oh, So yeah. it's basically a story about uh, a woman who experiences sexual assault and it's told in reverse order. So oh. you go from basically the end of the, the event to the, event, the learning the things that led up to it. And That's really cool. I haven't watched it, and I didn't want to do an episode on it because I feel like that's really serious subject matter. I like don't have the qualifications to really talk about, but sure. this it's by the same director. Shit! Yeah. Now I really want you to do it for your next special episode. <laughs> we just yeah, and like a lot of like a lot of the, like the way that Gaspar like sells his scripts is like 
he sells a concept, gets a cast, and then develops the movie alongside the cast. That seems a little oh, bit risky, if you ask me. But yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it sounds like high risk, but could also you know high risk, high reward if it works out. Yeah, I mean, a lot of if you're writing a movie and you know like what actors you're going to use, it's a little bit easier. But I guess. I mean, like, he did this with, like, a, a group of mostly just professional dancers and got Climax, which is interesting to think about. It was climaxed by 20 <laughs> professional dancers? Yeah. Well, it, sounds, That's it sounds like you kind of get this interesting mix of, like, you can base characters on real-life people, so you, you know, your actors are able to perform in something that's real to them and also is real to the audience. But that means, you know, you got to have interesting stories to tell in that confine. Yeah, and it also creates like a very long process of developing the story and developing the characters with the people who are going to be those characters. Yeah. Which I feel like for people who are like don't do professional acting, um, like if they have like a very deep understanding of, okay, this is what my character's about, it might like it can definitely lead to like if they have small moments they can still show who their character is and yeah. like give and like do small moments but like i'm like i do you see how why it was kind of hard for me to explain this movie oh, yeah. yeah yeah even from just watching the trailer it seems very not convoluted but it's a drug trip <laughs> it is it's hard drugs it's... It's an experience. Yeah, it's it's something that you can't talk about because you have to experience it. Definitely. And I I definitely think we should have like a if in one of our next episodes have like a small section to talk about if if some of us do end up watching it after this episode. Um kind of discuss how we felt about it. Yeah, like a quick catch up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds fun. Yeah, in our little in our little small talk section. Yeah. We talk about that. I'm very interested to watch it. In fact, I might actually watch it tonight. Yeah. We also didn't have a small talk section, so yeah. we can. <laughs> oh, um, like fuck how you guys feel. We're getting right into the movie. Uh, I don't fucking care about your lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, like um, okay. Now, now that you saw like the trailer and saw some of the characters. Um, for instance, like, uh, like, like, uh, the girl in the yellow dress, who's, uh, the main, kind of the main character, like, Silva, mm -hmm. like, at the front of the dance, like, you saw her a bit, um, there's also, like, um, there's the girl who's, like, in a bikini, that's Psyche, she's weird, um, okay, mm -hmm. and, like, uh, there's, a like, really, like, I feel like, learning like learning the characters is kind of like a thing you do throughout the movie because there's so many of them you saw just how many characters there were in the trailer yeah. it's just like a pile of people mm -hmm. so like i feel like this is a movie that like um i i liked re-watching it after i watched it the first time because like the first time you watch it, you don't get all the names. Some of the characters don't really matter that much. Like, um, for instance, one character that kind of doesn't really matter, uh, Rocket. Mm -hmm. um, Raccoon? 
<laughs> um, yeah, like, like he like um, in his interview, he talks about like um, oh yeah, before every dance, I smoke pot, and like he's like kind of used to drugs, so throughout the movie, he's just dancing and having fun. So he doesn't really play a part in the main in anything that really goes on because he's just enjoying his time because he's <laughs> kind of used to drugs. At least someone's enjoying themselves. <laughs> yes. Like it, I'm, I'm very sorry. I have to go potty. So I'm gonna leave for just a second. Oh, That's fine. <laughs> we can do a small talk. <laughs> it sounds like something that. Like, I, I haven't seen enough A24 films to, like, have an opinion on their type of movie that they do. But having seen everything everywhere all at once, the, like, way that it jumps through realities and whatnot seems, you know, visually kind of like a, you know, like a drug trip of some kind. It's, I wonder if, like, you know, the visual motifs, of course, are more up to the director. But I wonder if, like... A24 is drawn to those kind of visually stunning experiences in their films, uh, like intrinsically, or if that's just something that like the different directors and artists have decided to do as like um, lower budget artists. I mean, like that's, that's kind of like a lot of their movies, like, um, like have like very like odd concepts, very like experimental camera angles and stuff like that. And like, like uh, other like A twenty four movies like Midsummer and Hereditary. Like Midsummer is very like for a horror movie. It's it's considered very odd in how it's directed. Yeah. Like there's the witch, which like that like, the witch is like a is like a a cult classic. Yes, essentially. Love mm-hmm. the witch. And like, there's also like the movie like The Green Room, which is also very oh, Green Room's also so good. <laughs> like Swiss. <laughs> Swiss Army Man, like, there's so many movies that just, like, I feel like a lot of their movies are, like, directors that are, aren't afraid to be experimental and creative and, like, essentially giving budget to movies that other, other companies would think this concept is, would cost too much money, too much time, it's, like, for a movie that might not sell well. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's the studio that uh gives artists the freedom that other studios are too afraid to. Yeah. And pays them well. Yeah. It like it's kind of ridiculous how well A24 just does in general. Yeah. Compared to other companies. Well, you can tell, like, audiences are drawn towards movies that have a soul. Like, they have a vision that is done for the sake of art rather than the sake of, you know, a bottom line. And when the market's so oversaturated with, you know, Disney thing, that's Star Wars, Marvel, et cetera, et cetera, where these big conglomerate things that definitely have art in them, but you can tell that there's so much oversight with money and executive shit that it's like, when you just have something that feels like a person rather than a product, I feel like that's just like it's it's going to make money because that's what people are really like starving for. Yeah, like and also in those movies, like in Marvel movies, there's so much like sanitization of like 
even if they have like a director who's like very creative and tries their hardest, a lot of what they want to do is most likely pushed back by like higher ups who just either don't yeah. want that choice made or just think it's not worth it. Yeah, or like abiding by you know international standards of like, oh, we can't have a gay character because then it can't go to the Chinese market. Like Disney worries about their money more than I mean obviously A24 is going to worry about making money a little bit but they're not like solely profit driven the way like Disney is yeah and like compare that to like, you, like even in the trailer of this movie there are many people make there's like a lot of people making out there's <laughs> like there's like there's you see two like there's a, like a slight kind of like two guys making out two women making out and it's just like this movie is very gay yeah <laughs> I mean, it's dancers. Of course, it's got to be. Yeah, that's what the be gay, and I said gay. Then I, I did. You mentioned um, we're talking about different A twenty four films, and we you mentioned uh, Midsummer, and I remember that movie like fucked me up. Like I still haven't seen it. It I, it's similar in premise to this. It, in like a lot of it takes place because of drugs. A lot of the visuals are like um, impacted by drugs. Drugs. I sell hardcore drugs. All right, Ellie. That's not Ellie. <laughs> oh, Sarah. You know what I mean. Sarah. Little girl in Last of Us. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the, uh, Jake, have you seen Midsummer? Yes, I have. What are the, parallel wise? Do you because like the thing that fucked me up about Midsummer was the fact that since they were on drugs, they didn't have agency over the things happening around them. Like the people were weaponizing their like perception of reality, and that like when I left the movie, I was like, that is the my biggest fear. In this I... in this movie, it sounds like the same things happening. Like someone spiked the bowl unknowingly and these people are like being tortured without knowing oh, it yeah yeah it's like so like someone spiked it knowingly and just like it, it really like this movie feels like it's less like it's more like i feel like more the cinematography is like the main and like the atmosphere is what is gives a similar feeling where like um i feel like midsummer is like the characters being drugged is specifically done to so they can be exploited. Mm. Where in this movie, it's like it's just like the the like the sangria being spiked feels like just a, an aspect of chaos, like something mm-hmm. done that just unleashes chaos to everything. Yeah, where it's like it's not really done for like a specific like big part of this movie is like why would someone do this who did it and why and throughout the movie like of course like i'm not gonna spoil the answer but like it's just mainly seeing like the chaos of the choice that was made unless the um like seeing it guided to like meet certain ends yeah it sounds like something a really fucked up like director would do. Like, oh, we're on this retreat. I want my dancers to like experience like this spiritual blah blah blah. You know, they come up with some excuse in their in their head to like make it seem like they're bringing the dance group like closer together or something. 
And then it's like, no, actually, you're putting people through like psychological horror and torturing them. Exactly. Sounds like, sounds like show choir teachers. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's literally like the choice of like one psychopath who doesn't really see it as a big deal. As like, yeah. hey, drugs, let's do them. And then it's just like unleashing it onto a group of like, like a, a group of just people who just are just trying to have fun. And like, if you add on to the fact that they've been rehearsing for a while and they're planning to go into competition, they put in so much work, and then this happens. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like, the entire situation is just fucked up, but also it's very real. It's not too unsuspecting that a random asshole would just spike a punch bowl. And then just let everyone suffer through the effects. That's like just some truly like heinous shit. (laughs) Can't imagine. Like you you probably hear about like stories of like parties where like, oh, someone spiked the punch bowl. And it's like, that's really fucked. Yeah. Right. So. Get it. uh, They're all on LSD. So, Gabe, have you taken drugs? <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm legally allowed to uh, take drugs. Question. <laughs> You're not legally allowed to take drugs. Actually, in the state, I'm allowed to. <laughs> no, you specifically. Oh, that's no. fair. State of Washington is banned. Because I'm a virgin. Is LSD legal anywhere? I doubt it. I, I was going to say, I don't think so. Uh, I I think the only drug that is legal is marijuana. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. As if I would know. I've Legalized never taken meth. a drug in my life. I took some ibuprofen earlier. Ooh, Ooh. fun. That should be illegal in that. <laughs> I took some drugs a second ago. Nice. True. Some oh, hydrogen. You, you, you do take drugs. It's been prescribed hardcore to me drugs. by my doctor. It's not hardcore. <laughs> It's just a lot. <laughs> I have a fun story. Um, on our first date, on Gabe and I's first date, um, Gabe came to Stillwater, <laughs> and we um, we got coffee um, downtown, and then we went and we sat by this fountain for for several hours and just talked. And then by the end of the, the end of the night, it was getting kind of late and kind of dark, and we got back to Gabe's car, but they were driving this really shitty car this like really busted up car that like couldn't start so we spent like a like 20 30 minutes trying to get it jump started and then finally it gets started and we're standing by gabe's (laughs) driver's (laughs) side door and what comes blasting out of the speakers but mr peanut butter's house It's because okay. it's the I was gonna have it as my ringtone one time, so I downloaded <laughs> it from the app, the like Apple Store. Yeah. And so it's the only song on my iPhone, like from Apple Music. So we're standing there, like half a foot apart. I thought about to kiss or something, and then Mr. Peanut Butter's <laughs> house starts playing, and I just jump back and start dying laughing. 
at game. <laughs> it's like oh 9 p.m. It's at this point. Everything is closed. It's like abandoned in downtown. We're the only people out. And this is the song that's like blasting full volume out of this car. And I about <laughs> pissed myself laughing. <laughs> Why is that a very just like a very gay thing, though? It is. You so wanted your fun. phone ringtone to be Mr. Peanut Butter's house? <laughs> at one point. <laughs> so now it's the only song that's like downloaded to my phone and it still plays every once in a while like automatically because it'll connect the bluetooth yeah. and instead of spotify it it selects apple music and because that's <laughs> the only song i have on it it's what it plays yeah, it's Beautiful. really funny well do we want to wrap the episode sure i'm good i just wanted to say uh jake thank you for showing us this movie i'm excited to yeah. watch it and i will probably hate myself after watching <laughs> I'm definitely going to be watching this probably tonight, honestly. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Thank you, Jake. Um, follow us on our socials at uh, Bottom of the Barrel on Instagram and Facebook. Send us an email, bottomofthebarrelpod at gmail.com. Two L's on Instagram and email. Follow us on our personals. Follow the GMC Films account for Cast Party Update. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you next week. Bye, Craig. Bye.